crime and competition. That's just the world of small business pharmacies today. This is the reality Wisconsin's pharmacists face on any given workday. Masked gunmen invading their workplaces, terrorizing their customers, demanding their full stashes of opiates. More pharmacies these days. Now we've seen several break-ins recently. There's been another pharmacy break-in. Four pharmacies in a single night. A prolific burglary spree. Authorities say these days pharmacies are targets just like banks are. And they have to have sophisticated security systems and alarm systems just to survive. To gain more insight into the world of small business pharmacies, I sat down with Laureen Avakian, owner of Solo Drugs in Los Alamitos, California. I would say that I became a pharmacist first before realizing maybe that it was a passion. It wasn't exactly what I expected it to be, but after working it for several years, I did enjoy it. But at the same time, I kind of wanted more independence and I didn't want to... Um, you know, have to always do things a corporate way or particular and feel, you know, at the mercy of that, you know, we kind of wanted a little more control. And so um, that's when we, my sister and I decided to get into uh, a pharmacy here. They were a, a retiring couple. And so we thought it would be a great opportunity to get into an established place with a, you know, a good clientele. So how would you say getting into a pre-established business is different than starting your own business from scratch? Uh, definitely it gets you going. I would, I think there's a lot of advantages to getting into a place that's already established, especially if it has a good um, history. Um, you know, you don't want something horrible that you have to completely turn around. Right. Um, so that was the case here, and it is a, a community, um, a small community area. You know, everybody's pretty close and, is, you know, known each other and everyone, you know, follows each other and they're pretty loyal because as far as getting licenses and knowing all the ins and outs, having never done that before or being around an independent pharmacy to where they do that, it's definitely better to do it this way. Although I did have a lot to learn and, yeah, and so, yeah, that. No matter what, there's a lot of hats you have to wear and you learn a lot, especially in the first couple of years. I would say one of the most difficult parts of being a business owner of something like a pharmacy that holds a lot of valuable things in their stock is dealing with break-ins. Um, so I was wondering if your pharmacy in particular had any break-ins and how you, not only as a pharmacist, but as a business owner, had to learn to deal with it emotionally and professionally. Well, um, fortunately, we never had a break-in while we were open, so we were never, I should say, held up, you know, at gunpoint when we were here. Um, but we have had break-ins in the middle of night. Uh, I would say even in the last uh, year or so, we had consecutive maybe three break-ins. Yeah, it's kind of scary to see that people do that and watching the video of, you know, of the aggressiveness of trying to get in and then... Uh, we were kind of lucky overall with the loss because the first time they got in control medicines and there's a lot of paperwork to go with that, with the loss. And so that was the hardest part. The second two times we had that hid pretty well, so they didn't get anything like that. But there was damage to the front and back doors. At night when I leave, I kind of look around before I leave, mm -hmm. which is always a good idea, you yeah. know, because you know <laughs> that stuff's out there. It's silly, but yeah. that's the way it is. As far as losing clientele for 
you always have to be aware of like reasons that you can lose a, a customer. I mean, there's so many, you know, not having something in stock, upsetting them. Sometimes you don't know, you know, if they're upset or not, but you really do have to do your best to bend over backwards for them and make your best effort to make sure that they're happy and satisfied and get kind of a feel for what each person wants. I mean, that's one thing that, you know, whereas you're working a corporate place, you know, it's not, you know, primarily your priority, but when you're working for yourself, it's something that you're always aware of and you, they could leave because they thought they were treated wrong or they didn't get what they want or they didn't get it quick enough. So that kind of thing is always on your mind, but you know, you can't take it too personal all the time with everything. You know? I realize that you're very hands-on in this business, which is really great. Um, so is there a, an experience you had with a client where you kind of felt like it embodied what you've been saying before, where, you know, they had a bad experience, but, you know, using your communication skills, which is very, very crucial for any type of business owner, have you ever turned it around and why has that specific memory stuck with you? Yeah. Um, I would say that it's happened more than once where somebody, you know, they started to transfer out a prescription. I wouldn't know why. Um, but I, have called people after something like that would happen say they transferred it and it's like i would ask you know let me call the patient first and see what's going on and you know i i can ask them honestly and it's like tell me what happened you know if you want to transfer out that's fine but you know you've been here a long time and as an owner and you know someone that really cares about pleasing our customers and you because you've been loyal to us um I would ask them why, and they would usually be honest with me. Either something was charged that was too much, what they thought was too much, or we didn't work hard enough to compromise, or or somebody else had a better deal, or you know, some sometimes you'll never know. But there has been times where I I'm honestly tell them, you know, and your pride has to go away, and um, tell them that you're going to try harder, and you're going to make sure that's always in stock, and that you apologize and and do your best, make a point of it, tell your, um, all the employees about it, and hopefully we can do better, you know, and again, you know, most of them have come back, some of them you're still going to lose, but that's, that's one thing that, you know, you need to do as an owner. So I uh, noticed that you brought up um, just like bigger corporations. So seeing as obviously you, this is a small business, how would your pharmacy in particular compete with the bigger, more mainstream pharmacies like, you know, CVS and Rite Aid? And have you ever found yourself kind of like dealing with trouble because of their, uh, because of those pharmacies? Uh, well, absolutely. Those are very, they're very competitive and they'll do whatever they can to uh, steer people in their direction. Um, they send out letters being like Caremark, for instance, CVS Caremark. They also own a big um, insurance company and they try to, yeah, they try to guide their own customers to their own pharmacies, wow. sometimes making it mandatory. And, you know, that's, it's our job to clarify to our customers that we are going to give them the same service at the same price. And sometimes we have to cut off a little bit of our profit in order to match those prices. Um, so we always have to be aware and it is extra work to make sure that we're giving them the same service, the same medication. And um, that's, you know, pretty much price wise and to let them know that they're still, you know, the security of their insurance and everything is fine just here. It's not like, you know, they're going to be, um, you know, 
cut off from their insurance if they come here, because that's usually not the case. If anything, they might save a little there, but we'll compensate once in a while. And then also um, what we can do that they don't do is be more flexible to get their refills out earlier. Um, Sometimes if they're out of refills and it's a maintenance drug, we can bend a little and give it to them you know, give the okay for it and then call the doctor later. Those are big things. Um, Calling the doctor to get something similar if something is not covered. Doing prior authorizations, which is a little extra paperwork. Um, You know, I can go on and on, but it's mostly about being flexible and, yeah, and kind of getting an idea, getting the feel for what that particular customer wants and how I can help, you know, what makes them happy. So you do have to kind of like not break rules, but be do as much as you can, um, even if it takes a little extra work. I, I see what you're saying, because um, even for me as a as a customer of pharmacies, I do realize that, um, you know, small business pharmacies tend to be a little more like uh, customer oriented. They really like to work towards pleasing the customer. And a lot of those name brand stores kind of have a very um, like a standard look on their face. They can't really change much. Um, so like small businesses like that, I really appreciate that as a customer per se. Well, you know what, that's nice to hear coming from a youth, you know, and that you guys are aware of that because sometimes, you know, it does get frustrating back here. It's like, you know, we wonder, you know, like how can we compete with, you know, or do people care? They're just going to flood over there. And it's nice to hear, especially that the younger generation, um, does notice that and that they appreciate you know, the little extras that we do and that we can work with them. Yeah, there's frustration all the time, you know, and I can go on and on about that. But yeah, maybe from the outside, it looks like, oh, you know, the boss is just so easy. All they do is sit there and, you know, um, you know, get paid. That's so far from the truth. You know, it is like anything that happens is it's not going to be any particular employee's responsibility. It's going to come back to the person that runs the store, the owner. So with all the, you know, everything that comes with having power, you know, is responsibility. So you have to get ready for that responsibility. You know, at times you feel like, oh, you know, I feel pretty satisfied that I'm running this my way and I'm making my choices, Mm -hmm. you know, but at the same time, you always have to question that and you always have that extra pressure of making things work in the end because that's, you know, if it doesn't work, it gets, oh, you know, all great but it's got to work in the end all the numbers have to come out so you got to keep that in mind when you decide to step into a place you know so like all the pros and the cons and you know what i think would really help is having a partner with you all the time especially somebody close and and although that is challenging too because then all the little bickering starts and you know well i did more than you and you know blah 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 but to have support is pretty big and to have somebody with you that cares about the business as much as you do. For all the female business aspiring owners out there, do you have any advice for them as they're starting to get into this type of almost sometimes even cutthroat world? Um, Do you have any advice for them to just keep their sanity or something that they might not expect or would arise that just arises and you have to find a way out of it? Yeah. Um, gosh, you know, like meditation, not to get too like uh, wound up about any one situation because absolutely things are going to happen. You're just going to feel like pulling your hair out, you know, and um, 
gosh, just to keep going. And sometimes you just think that, you know, things are, oh, like you've had a bad day and you just don't want to go on. And things are never as bad as you think that they're going to be. They always turn around, you know, and, and if you keep, if you persevere, that pays off no matter what. So if you just stick to that moment to stick with that, do what you're doing, you know, and be proud of yourself, give yourself a pat on the back for doing what you did that day. And then things will fall into place. Always, never forget that. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to be in this podcast.